The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to give us a call, our toll-free number is 1-877-528-8255. That is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email address, xzone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our websites www.xzoneradio.com and www.xzonetv.com My guest this hour is Maureen Creethan Santora and we're going to be talking to Maureen about two books that she has written based on the heroic the very heroic life of her son who lost his life on September the 9th 2000, uh, September the 11th, 2001. Now, every American was touched in some way by the tragic events of September 11, 2001. For family and friends of nearly 3,000 people who lost their lives in the Twin Towers, the tragedy became personal. Maureen Creethan Santora lost her son Christopher, and now she shares her message of love and tribute with a country scared by loss. Maureen Creethan Santora became an educator in the New York public school system in 1967. The mother of five children, her only son Christopher, entered the fire academy to become a firefighter in February of 2001. Christopher was one of the 345 firefighters who lost their lives at the World Trade Center on September the 11th, 2001. Maureen is the author of The Day the Towers Fell and My Son Christopher. All proceeds from these book sales are donated to the Christopher A. Santora Educational Scholarship Fund. And joining me now is Maureen Creethan Santora. And Maureen, welcome to the X-Zone. Hi, how are you? And I'm very glad to be online with you and well, uh, to share uh, some words uh, about the books that I wrote. First of all, I'd like to pass you our condolences. I know it's been a number of years now, but still... Our condolences and and thank you for Christopher. Thank you very much. Why did you write the books, dear? Well, I, I wrote the books for a couple of reasons. Uh, I was a uh, an early childhood teacher for many years, mm-hmm. and um, both of the books were written within uh, the first two years of September 11th, and I wrote them and put them aside because I really wasn't able to, you know, examine them or look at them, but. Mm-hmm. Um, as the years went by, several of my teacher friends commented that it was very difficult to discuss this day with their students because there was nothing 
that they could read or nothing that they could show that was not really horrific yes. for the kids. And um, so I took a look at the books that I had written, you know, the, the words that I had written, and I decided I was going to publish both of the books. The, uh, the first one I wrote was The Day the Towers Fell, and my daughter Patricia was the illustrator of the book. And uh, so it was a labor of love, you know, for both of us, you know, to do this. Patricia is also uh, an early childhood teacher in New York City. Uh, Maureen, um, you and I have to take a commercial break. Okay. We'll be coming right back. Thank you very much for joining us tonight and for sharing your, your stories with us live around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network. Maureen Creethan Santori is our special guest, Exonation. She is the author of The Day the Towers Fell and My Son Christopher. Her son Christopher, a New York City firefighter, died on September the 11th, 2001. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break in two minutes as we continue live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere, or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, old Florida cuisine at its best. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Maureen Creethan Santori is our special guest. And uh, Maureen is the mother of a New York City firefighter who lost his life on September the... 11th in the year 2001, she has written two books, The Day the Towers Fell and My Son Christopher. Was it difficult for you to write these two stories? Well, it was It was something I needed to do. Um, when I went back after a few years to look at what I had written, it mm-hmm. was very difficult for me to, um, you know, polish up my thoughts and my words, but it was... Um, very therapeutic, I would say, to write these books. And um, the second one, my son Christopher, was much harder for me to uh, to write than the day the towers fell. But I felt we needed to give young people some messages uh, 
and some uh, lessons that um, we all should have from this terrible event. And uh, from the, uh, the day the towers fell, I wanted students to know that hatred is a terrible thing, and uh, I wanted them to have an idea of what hatred looked like without it being so graphic and, and horrific for them, but to know that when we are hateful in our deeds, terrible things happen, and there's a kind of a rippling effect, and so we need to find ways to uh, resolve conflicts, you know, in our own lives, in our um, playground activities, in, you know, uh, classrooms, and we need to be able to resolve our, you know, um, uh, feelings of, of hatred and find a way, you know, to become more peaceful. And uh, the second book was... Uh, written, you know, with, with it was my heart and soul, writing about my son and, and writing about the fact that he wasn't a perfect person and that he got into trouble in school, but no matter what he did, I loved him unconditionally because he was my son, and that's the repetitive language in the book, that I, I loved him no matter what he did, and I wanted children to know that uh, their parents loved them unconditionally, even if they sometimes mess up, you know, that... Sure. Parents uh, are there for them, and, uh, you know, part of their job is to reprimand them and, and to um, tell them, you know, what is right and wrong so that they will learn, but uh, that no matter what they do, no matter how many times they mess up, uh, their parents are always in their corner and they love them. So that was the message that I wanted students to have, and I, uh, I felt that it was we needed to have something that teachers could hold, that parents could hold, and to read to kids or to have the kids read themselves so that they would gain an understanding of what happened on September 11th. Maureen, how did your daughters feel about illustrating the books? Well, um, they had a tough time. They, um, both of the daughters uh, that did the illustrations, uh, uh, Patricia majored in art in, in college, and uh, Megan was just... Uh, uh, a child that loved art. She just loved art. And uh, so when I asked them if they would be interested, of course they said yes immediately, but they, they had a tough time, you know, um, drawing some of the pictures and kind of reliving, you know, um, the events as I had written them down. And, uh, you know, uh, to their credit, they continued, and they uh, were very analytical and uh, took a long time, you know, to do this, and we, you know, edited it and changed it and everything, but they're very, very proud of the fact that they were able to do this, and I'm very proud that they were they were the illustrators for the books. I was, I'm very proud that it was a family, you know, um, uh, team working mm -hmm. together. Family effort. Yes. A family effort as a tribute to your son, um, someone who ran into danger while everyone else was running away from it. Yes, and, um, you know, all, all firefighters are the same throughout the world. We've traveled, you know, to many places, and um, they're the um, unsung heroes, you know. They're, they're the guys who stop, you know, for accidents, you know, on the road, or they stop and help somebody who's tripped on the street, and they never expect any kind of, you know, accolades ever, and... Uh, they're embarrassed, you know, when you call them a hero, you know, and, and um, the firefighters who survived felt tremendously guilty that, that they were not there on that day, you know, but um, they're just incredibly wonderful human beings, and uh, there are many of them around the world, and they, they share a, uh, a deep feeling and concern 
for their fellow men, you know. And so my son wouldn't have done anything else, you know. He would have, he would have, uh, you know, chosen to do this regardless of what, you know, the cost it might have had to him. And, and every other firefighter who died on that day would have done the same thing over again. Maureen, did Christopher want to be a firefighter when he was a little guy? Yes, he did. Um, from the time that I, earliest time I can remember, my husband was in the fire department for uh. over and he retired as a deputy chief in, in uh, New York City. Uh, and I think maybe that had something to do with it. And I also think the fact that Kristen was surrounded by sisters, you know, kind of, you know, helped him to lead toward a, a job that in New York City anyway is, is primarily male-based, you know. Uh, but whatever the reason, he, uh, he wanted to be a firefighter. We have fire trucks. I still have them. My grandchildren play with them uh, even today. Uh, and it was, um, he, he thought he, firefighters were just heroes and wonderful and, and brave, and he wanted to be like them. So he fulfilled his dream, and at 23, I think that's quite an accomplishment. It certainly is. Your husband, being a former deputy chief for this New York City Fire uh, Department, what, what was his feelings about the book that you wrote, The Day the Towers Fell? Well, he was, he was very pleased that I had done this. And um, Al was uh, had retired in 2000 mm-hmm. uh, because of an injury, but um, he had wanted to stay on to be with his son and help him, you know, uh, help to see that he became part of, of the firefighters in, in New York City, but that did not happen. And, and uh, he was very angry, you know, uh, after September 11th. And so this was a way for us to kind of, you know, explain... Uh, in a non, you know, horrific way, what actually happened on the day, and and to provide some uh, educational tools, and I was very pleased. He was very, very supportive, and uh, you know, I was very involved in this for, for mm-hmm. a while, you know, and uh, he was uh, just uh, very good to me. I'm very grateful, you know, that he, uh, you know, stood by me and supported me, and, and felt that this was a uh, an important project. What what uh, yeah. what are your hopes about those who read your books? Well, what I do hope uh, for uh, students and, and parents and teachers and uh, anybody who does read the book is that they learn uh, several things. Uh, number one, that hatred is a terrible thing and mm-hmm. that in our world we need to be less hateful just around the world uh, and that uh, life can be very short and we need to be grateful for each and every day and uh, tell the people that we love that we love them each and every day and that we're um, very happy that they're in our lives and and not to take things for granted and uh, you know uh, we often you know when we're younger we think we're going to live forever and uh, certainly my son felt that way and and I certainly did not anticipate you know that he would have died at you know 23 years old but that's the way it was, and so um, we had to deal with that, and we also, you know, had to make some sense of why this happened, and uh, I still don't know, you know, how anybody could have been this hateful, but uh, they were, and, uh, you know, families were really uh, torn apart by this in- entire event, so I hope people become more aware of, of the gifts that they have, and, and the greatest gift we have is, is, is a good family and people who love us, and we need to be appreciative of them.
I think people will become appreciative because of people like you sharing your heart, sharing your feelings, sharing your love, sharing your joy, and also sharing your sadness. You're well, I, one brave woman. Thank you very much. I, you know, I, I'm a very big believer that you know uh, God provides for us and gives us the strength we need in in adversity. And I, you know, uh, I've been given the gift of, of a good faith, and so I, I, I do believe that. But you know, there were certainly there were many times when I was just a mess and I, you know, fell apart. But I just, I kind of knew that uh, I would be given the strength to continue and. Uh, there was a reason for me to think about writing these books and to write the books, and, and I just hope that, you know, um, you know, people, when they do read them, you know, are touched by, you know, the stories. And uh, also, you know, that, that they, you know, adapt some of the, the lessons that I hope, you know, will be part of, of, of uh, the ends of, of both of these books. Maureen, you and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Okay. How can people get copies of your book? Well, um, the um, we have a website. Uh, all of the profits of these uh, books will be going to um, uh, the Christopher Santorum Educational Scholarship Fund. So oh, what is your website, dear? The website is www.christophersantorum.com. And the books can be ordered on the website. That's www.christophersantora.com. That's correct, yes. Maureen, stand by. You and I will be back on the other side of the news. Thank you very much for joining us tonight right, here on the Thank you so much. Maureen uh, Crethen Santora is our special guest. She's the author of two books, The Day the Towers Fell and My Son Christopher. They're available at her website, www.christophersantora.com. That's Christopher, and Santora is spelled S-A-N-T-O-R-A. Dot com. Christopher Santora was one of the firefighters who gave his life on September the 11th, 2001, the day the towers fell. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue speaking with Maureen Crethen Santora, right here live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away, Exxon Nation. We'll be back after the news. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. 
Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Welcome back to the X-One, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And around the world on our family of broadcast affiliates across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, the Pacific Rim, 22 Asian countries, and Europe. Our toll-free number is one 528 is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our websites, www.xzoneradio.com and xzonetv.com. My guest this hour is Marine Creethan Santora. She is the author of The Day the Towers Fell and My Son Christopher. Her son Christopher was a New York City firefighter who died on 9-11. Now, all the proceeds from these books are donated to the Christopher A. Santora Educational Scholarship Fund Exonation. The website is... Now, please, take this website down. And if you've got young children at home and... You've never had the right words to say or the right way to say them to explain to your children about the horrific events of September the 11th, 2001. These two books will help. The website is www.christophersantora.com. That's www.christophersantora.com. Now, Santora is spelt... S-A-N-T-O-R-A. So that's ChristopherSantora.com. Maureen, thank you very much for joining us tonight, and welcome back to the X-Zone. Thank you. Welcome. I'm glad to be back. Now, Maureen, I was wondering if you could share with our listening audience your background. All right. Well, I was I was a, um, a school teacher in New York City for uh, 27 years. Uh, I stopped nine years to raise my five children and um, for most of my career I was an early childhood teacher so I was in uh, grades from pre-k to grade two that was the focus of my my time in uh, you know uh, in school but I also you know worked with kids you know uh, up to grade six and uh, worked in fourth grade and special education and uh, you know so I had a, a wide range of um, you know, opportunities, and that kind of kept me focused and, you know, up-to-date on things. Uh, I um, I really loved being with the kids. Uh, they, children just bring me tremendous joy. They're, they're just, um, they are who they are. They are honest. They are direct. They uh, call a spade a spade. It's just joyous to be around them. And so I had a wonderful career being around uh, young people who... Uh, just gave me so much, you know, each day, and um, I really loved my job. Uh, I ended my career as a staff developer, and uh, in New York City, uh, that uh, position is a, um, it's not actually an administrative position, but you're not in the classroom, and you go into classrooms, and you work with teachers that, you know, um, need to uh, hone in on particular skills or, you know, so I was a support person for the, the teachers and I was in the classrooms with the students and gave demonstration lessons and, and so forth. And um, so um, 
I, that's how I ended my, my tenure, you know, in the public school system. Um, I, I retired in July of 2001 uh, for all the right reasons, you know. It, my husband had retired, and I, I felt that it was time for me to, you know, do some other things. Uh, even though I loved the job, I had no idea that September 11th would have occurred, and I would have had to have left the system and would have been very, very distraught, leaving, you know, a job that I really loved because of this terrible event. But I was spared, and I retired for the right reasons, and, uh, you know, I, I still go into schools and do reading, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, days and, uh, you know, speak to uh, staff and stuff. And so I'm still involved in, in you know, a non-regimented you know, regimented way. I'd like to ask you a question, Maureen, and if this, if it is too hard for you, please be honest and just say, Rob, I'd rather not answer that. Okay. What were you doing on September the 11th, 2001, when the towers fell? Well, um... It was my first day of retirement. It was the first day back, you know, uh, to school from the school children. As I said, I retired in July of 2001, and so the first day back was September 11th. And uh, I was expecting, you know, the champagne and strawberries and, you know, and just a wonderful first day. And uh, our apartment in Astoria faces um, Manhattan, and so we saw the Twin Towers every day. And my son-in-law called us and said, uh, one of the towers, um, one of the Twin Towers have, have been hit, get up and, and, and take a look out the window, and we did, and of course we saw the flames, you know, coming from Tower 1, and as we were looking out the window, we saw another plane going around Tower Number 2, and then we saw the, um, the plane hit the tower, and uh, I guess, you know, uh, initially you just didn't believe that this was happening. My son was supposed to be coming home from work. He had worked the night before, and um, I just assumed he was on his way home. Mm -hmm. And um, we got a call at about a quarter after nine from his lieutenant asking that he return back to work. And both my husband and I knew that he was down, you know, he was down uh, at the site or was on his way down to the site. Um, and uh, that first day... You just didn't believe what was happening. You were just in a state of, you know, uh, shock. Uh, and, um, you know, I was convinced that, that Christopher had survived, as most families, you know, who were not, uh, they did not have, you know, family members either in the airplanes or on the point of impact. Most family members would have told you that their children and their loved ones had survived. So I was one of them, and I just was convinced Christopher was going to come home. Um, and, of course, that didn't happen, but um, you were just dazed. Uh, and that's the only word that I can, I can say to you. you. You just didn't believe that this had happened. Uh, and then um, subsequently, you know, uh, as the days went into weeks and the weeks went into months, you know, you realized that, yeah. you know, the person wasn't coming out. You know, uh, but uh, the kindness of strangers got us through, and... Um, you know, you, you had a song, you know, at, at the break, you know, about you can't break the spirit of democracy That's or right. the spirit of America. And, and I have to tell you that the kindness of strangers got us through every day. You know, we received uh, so many letters and, and little cards from children. And, and um, 
uh, blankets and quilts, and I have everything. I, I, I've saved God everything. I'm, I cherish everything. But that's what got us through, was the kindness of strangers. I personally believe that on September the 11th, 2001, is the day that America became one nation. Yes, I agree. Why, is, why was it important to you to target the elementary school uh, audience? Well, I, I really, you know, uh, felt that there was a lot of information for high school students. And, you know, when you get into high school, mm-hmm. you've done an awful lot of reading uh, about topics that are really not so nice, you know, uh, and that's important in learning about uh, history and, and uh, you know, about the world, uh, past and, and present. And uh, you're able to, you know, incorporate that. But for young children... This has changed their world forever. Yeah. Uh, we're no longer in a world, you know, where, where people are not more, you know, they're much more watchful now than they used to be. You know, uh, my children grew up in a much freer environment where people were more trusting and they were more, um, you know, carefree in a lot of ways. Well, the young today are not in that kind of world anymore, and I really wanted them to have an idea of, you know, what had happened, and I wanted to write about it in a way that would not be terrifying, but that would give a message that, you know, in our little world, in our classroom, with our family, with our friends, you know, if if we say meaningful things, they have rippling effects that sometimes continue for a long time, and so we need in our own selves to be less hateful as human beings. And so that's the message that I wanted the children to have, you know, that um, this event occurred because people had tremendous hatred in their heart against a group of individuals that they never knew, that they knew very little about, that they made assumptions about. And um, I wanted young children to know that in their own little, you know, world, Mm -hmm. you know, um, they could be responsible for making a better place to live. That's beautiful. Thank you, but that's how I feel, you know, and so I wanted, I felt I needed to talk at the, the young because they're the ones that are going to be the change makers. They are, and teachers like you and members of the educational system can all are going to change the world. Why... Now, let me ask you this question. How do you want people to remember September 11, 2001? Well, uh, I want people to remember September 11th as, as uh, first of all, um, uh, a very defining event in our history, in the world history. Um, the world came together on September 11th. Uh, it was a, uh, a terrible day from the uh, point that uh, so many people died, and they died, you know, just going about their business. And so uh, that in itself was a terrible thing. But I, I also want people to know that um, there were many lessons that came out of September 11th. There were many things that people who ordinarily didn't do these things did after September 11th. Uh, people were more patient. They were more tolerant. They were... Um, there was an outpouring of love and affection to all of us who had 
been immediately involved in this. Uh, and uh, those are the good things, and those are the kind things. And I think those were the things that Al-Qaeda never expected to happen. And they did, and the world came together, and we became a unified, you know, um, world for, for quite a while. You know, we're now beginning to, you know, forget a little bit, and uh, I want people to always remember that the capability of, of you know, um, being united is there because it came together on September 11th and after in those early, early days. And so I want people to know that they can take this terrible event and do something positive. Uh, recently, our, our, um, our Congress passed, you know, a law stating that September 11th will now be forever uh, a day of service. Well, we all should be doing service in our little communities when we can. We should be doing things to help our neighbors to make the world a better place. And, and you know, we don't need to have a Congress or we don't need to have, you know, um, you know, a uh, administrator or a, an executive tell us what to do. We know what to do. Sometimes we forget or put that aside and we do some other things, but we need to make these acts of kindness a habit. What can we do to honor the victims of 9-11? Well, I think we can remember them um, and, and learn about them and, and try to uh, read their their stories and, uh, you know, um, get information about them and uh, work very hard to uh, make the world a better place. I think that's the best honor that we can we can give these victims. Uh, and, um, you know, uh, substituting uh, meanness with kindness, you know, uh, is something that no hate-filled group can overturn. Maureen, you and I have to take our final break. Please stand by. Maureen Crethen Santor is our very special guest. She's the author of two books, Exo Nation, The Day the Towers Fell and My Son Christopher. All proceeds from the sale of the books will be going to the Christopher A. Santora Educational Scholarship Fund. To get your copy of either The Day the Towers Fell or My Son Christopher, go to www.christophersantora.com. Dot com. That's ChristopherSantora.com. We'll be back on the other side of this break as the Exxon continues on Talkstar. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi, I'm Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout. With over 36 years in law enforcement, I have learned a few things. The most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars. 
It's no different in the world of paranormal investigation, whether it's the search for the afterlife, cryptozoology, UFOs, and extraterrestrials. How we gather the evidence, preserve that evidence, and present it to a jury of our peers will make the ultimate difference in proving the existence of worlds and entities that are beyond our imagination. Join me, Larry Lawson, every week on Paranormal Stakeout when, along with my guests, we'll take a journey to prove with indisputable evidence what man has struggled to believe for centuries. Go to xzbn.net for the broadcast schedule and check me out at paranormalstakeout.com. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on the Talk Star Radio Network. Our special guest this hour is Maureen Creethan Santora. She is the author of The Day the Towers Fell and My Son Christopher. Christopher was a New York City firefighter who lost his life on September the 11th, 2001. Maureen, um, what are some of the lessons we learned from that hate-filled day? What are some of the lessons we learned? Yes. Um, I think we learned that um, we have more commonality among us in the world than we do differences. I think uh, that we learned uh, that uh, there were many people who uh, care deeply about what happens to others. Uh, I, I, I think we learned that uh, we are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that there are people in the world who um, are uh, evil and try to do harm to others uh, just because. And so uh, we need to protect ourselves and be vigilant and, uh, you know, um, be watchful. Uh, but I, I, I feel that the, the human spirit uh, and the generosity and the kindness uh far overran the the hatred and the uh, the devastation um, i uh, I saw more good come out of this event than I did bad i i and I was devastated you know um, uh, i I know my son is around and he's you know he's still watching over me and taking care of me and stuff but uh, I don't get a chance to hug him anymore and 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 give him a kiss and tell him to his face that I love him, although I tell him every day. Um, and um, I, I don't know, you know, why he was one of the ones, but I certainly wouldn't wish somebody else to be, you know, uh, in the situation. So I, I think, you know, um, uh, we we came together uh, as, as a world, and I, I was very, very overwhelmed by the kindness. I, I just... I was just overwhelmed, and I am still overwhelmed at the kindness of, of strangers. And uh, we're a very resilient people. We are resilient people, and and um, I think that will help us to be successful. I hope so, anyway. Maureen, I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight. It's been a great pleasure talking to you. And from all the Exxon Nation, thank you for sharing your story with us here tonight. And our love and our prayers are with you all. Thank you very much, and thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak with you, too. It it's was been a, really quite enjoyable. It's our thank great you. pleasure. No, ma'am, thank you. God bless. Thank Maureen Creethan Santora, Exonation. She is the mother of Christopher Santora, a New York City firefighter who lost his life on September the 11th, 2001. 
She's written two books about the event, The Day of the Towers Fell and My Son Christopher. Both these books are available at www.christophersantora.com. That's www.christophersantora.com. And all proceeds from these books are donated to the Christopher A. Santora Educational Scholarship Fund. When I come back from this commercial break at six and a half minutes past with the news, we're going to be talking about a very strange event at Fort Benning, Georgia. 